Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. This is college basketball, Monday, February 26th. Because Jared, uh, Jake and I were talking about it on our last show. This is this will be our last Monday, February, next Monday. Uh, even before that, of course, we'll be into March. So we're, we're, we're winding down to the nitty-gritty here. Yeah, I mean, conference tournaments will be here, especially for some of the smaller conferences. Their conference tournaments will be starting up soon. Um, week. And yeah, and then like once the conference tournament started, it's just like all a blur. Yeah, and yeah. so like we're it's, really it's because there's it's because it, it, it's great because there's games throughout the day, and that's why I think yeah. why it kind of gets blurry because it's just like every day there's a bunch of games, and then like like the Monday in between the two conference tournaments, there's like not any day games, and it's like what's happening? Yeah. Like you kind of get like a little bit of a of a like withdrawal almost, and then yeah. like and there's more day games on Tuesday, and you're ready to go again or something. Yep, yep. And so, uh, yeah, I can't can't believe we're like really winding down towards the end of college basketball season. Yeah, we really are. And uh, I mean, we've talked about it all season. It's been a great year. Uh, I mean, you'll look at all the green there, and 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 we didn't do great here on the picks that we gave up on show, but the A grade totals were profitable yet again. And the plays of the day, folks. I I don't know, I don't know who's watching this, who hasn't signed up on dub club yet because the plays of the day will pay for itself mm-hmm. um 13 and 5 last week another seven years 12 percent are on the season if you're thinking to yourself oh it's too late I it's not clearly because like last week still yeah. was a great week and and that doesn't mean this week will be just as good it just means in general the plays of the day are, are alone or worth signing it, up for yeah and and if you haven't been with us through a, a college basketball season yet you may think to yourselves where well, there's just so few games here at, at the end of the season but uh Sideline will be giving projections for every game. So it's an NIT game, a CBI game, whatever it might be. Um, it's not just NCAA tournament games uh, that Sideline will be spinning out projections for. So, yeah, still still lots of games to be played. I don't know how I feel about you reminding me about that because uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's when uh, – I, I'm starting to think about baseball. I mean, I'm like, oh yeah, we got to do a CBI game tonight. <laughs> like yeah. random teams playing in Myrtle Beach or something. <laughs> well, I, I did not say that there will be a show for every CBI. Right, game. right, right. There will right. be we a yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, uh, we will start off this week with Miami and North Carolina. Uh, there's, there's, you know, two big games. Of course, we're going to cover both of them here on this show. Um, North Carolina just played a game against Virginia that. I'm pretty sure they just played a half. I didn't see it, uh, but I think they just stopped at the half. I, I think it was like in the 40s or something, at low 50s. It's like, yeah, it's like a halftime score. Um, but I mean, again, we've talked about it all season that Virginia has gone full Virginia on us again. And mm-hmm. they, 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 they've they gone over a handful of times. We've been on a few of their overs, as scary as that is. But uh, Virginia can grind any game out and make any game turn into nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I, you're going to throw that out. Um and handicapping this one and we're going to go over North Carolina still likes to play fast. They've got a great offense. The offenses have been better. The overs have been better in college basketball this season. We're kind of going just back to the well here. Only B grade value over 153 and a half. I think we're getting a little bit of value on this game because the last time these two teams played the score landed right around 150. And so I think that number's 153 and a half. I think it's, it's lower because of that, but I think this number should still be higher. It's a drop of, eight, nine, 10 points from where the total was the first time these two teams played. And while that number might've been a little bit too high, I don't think it was that high. Like this is a little bit of an overreaction, over adjustment to what happened in the last game. The game that Miami was at home and shot pretty terrible from three, North Carolina, I think left like 10 points at the free throw line. 
And not to say that can't happen again, but in general, I just think that was a little bit of a weird game. And uh, I, I think we're overreacting. So they're bringing a little bit of value on the over here. It's not the strongest play of the night. We do have two plays of the day over on Dub Club, another A grade play over on Dub Club. And we'll get to another total, another over later on in the show that we like even more. But this is not a bad play here to start off your Monday early evening college basketball week. Cousin Jared, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, first of all, that North Carolina-Virginia game, I, I had to to take my car in to get some some work done. They had the game on the TV, and I, like you, saw the score. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this game is going to go flying over. And yeah. I had to get closer to the TV. And I was like, oh, crap, there's five minutes left in the in the second half. In, um, in the game, not in the first half. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. so uh, mm. I, I am uh, – like, Virginia is not a great team. But I'm going to be very concerned if for any team that has to play Virginia in the tournament because mm. they will make you play their style of mm. game. And that's yeah. what, um, you know, maybe even before the, the Virginia team that won the national championship, even maybe before that, when they were kind of on the upswing, that's the kind of team they were. And why yep. they were going to make you play their game. So, yeah, I, think yep. I wouldn't want to play them, even if they're not the greatest team in the world. Um, they're very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable. Uh, Miami defense, not good. Um, so ranked number 72 in the country here, but you go back through their last 10 or 12 games, every team uh, is getting to into the mid-70s against them, maybe up to 80, uh, except Virginia, which we just talked about. Uh, that doesn't – the rules don't really apply to, to Virginia. Yeah. So I think if a normal team is getting to the mid-70s, North Carolina is going to have no problem getting to about 80, 85 or so. And then you just need Miami to do what they've done offensively all season. They are definitely capable of getting to the upper 60s or – or 70s. Um, I, sometimes when you get these higher totals, I've talked about it a lot, it kind of bothers me to go over those numbers. But <laughs> we saw with uh, Kentucky and Alabama this past weekend that, like, sometimes it hmm. like to play fast and have good offenses. That's kind of nothing you can do about it. Yeah, that was something. Um, I was, I like you had looked through both of these teams' recent games, and both of these teams have given up a to a lot of teams in the 80s. Uh, I think three of the last, like their last four games, I think Miami's given up in the 80s, and North Carolina's given up 80s in several of their last games on the Virginia side. It's like both these teams are doing that. I don't know what's going to happen when they play each other, but the, you know, Miami's offense isn't bad and the pace that North Carolina goes at tends to get games up there on average. And so, yeah, this seems like we're going to have a good amount of pace. And and like you said, North Carolina should score plenty. I think the fear with this one, and we always talk about, you know, you should be able to think through how you're going to lose any bet or else you're not thinking hard enough. And that's why we always preach responsibility with your wagering. You know, the way this one gets ugly is uh, North Carolina runs away in this game. And that can happen in two ways because Miami sometimes just not showing up on either side of the ball. And if, uh, North Carolina runs away because it's 100 to 70, then obviously we're fine. If North Carolina runs away with it because Miami just, you know, just like decides not to score and really struggles with that, um, like they did against Virginia, um, again, common like their Virginia, um, then, you know, that's going to be the problem there. Maybe have a sleepy second half. So another way to look at this might be a first half over. Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the number on that. Usually the half totals are not out the night before, uh, but that would at least avoid a potential runaway situation. That's always the fear when you have the much better team at home, they could run away. But if Miami has any chance in this game, uh, it's going to be because they're going to score because you have to assume North Carolina is. And so um, again, anything can happen in one game, but in general, expect a little bit on average, better shooting than the last time these two teams played. So over 153 and a half is the play as the model thinks more like uh, upper 
150s. And that's just, again, a reminder, though, always shop around and get the best price. Uh, some of these numbers and these totals are off by a point, point and a half, depending on which book you have. If you have more books at your disposal, you can always get the better price. That doesn't guarantee a profit, but it does mean you'll win more when you win and lose less when you lose. And that's always a good thing. So check out BetUS if you have not already. You receive a 125% first deposit bonus, a bunch of free bets as well. That sign-up link is in the show description. BetUS, America's favorite sports book, where you can bet on everything, anytime. Sportsbook, live betting, and casino. To celebrate 30 years in business, we have the best bonuses in the industry. Get 125% sign-up bonus and up to 30 risk-free bets. So what are you waiting for? Join now. BetUS, where the game begins. And that'll take us to 8 p.m. Eastern, Texas Aiden Corpus Christi and Houston Christian. We had Texas Aiden Corpus Christi last week on this show where we gave out a C-grade winner. We're going to hope for the same thing here, another C-grade winner. This time, though, a total. We're going to go under 151. Model says 149, and that's why there's only a small edge. Cousin Jared, we don't get the opportunity to do this very often. But mm -hmm. I do love it when we can throw out a random C-grade pick because it's kind of fun to look and dive into a game and talk about, hey, the model's only seeing a little bit of an edge, but here's why we think in this specific game, the edge might be larger than the model realizes. We like to use the model for especially the A-grade plays where we say the projection's so far off that even if we're missing something, we're fine. And this is a case where we say kind of the other direction. We actually kind of say we think we're missing something. Here's what we're missing, and here's why this C-grade pick might actually be worth your investment. Estimates. In this case, because Jerry, do you think the under makes a lot of sense? Houston Christian, of course, likes to play fast, but Texas Indian Corpus Christi plays really good defense. Mm -hmm. And they've actually been one of the strongest cover teams in the country, but we're not going to back them on the side. Again, we're going to go under. Cousin Jerry, tell us more. So, first of all, Houston Christian. Uh, okay, the, first of all, step, take, take a step even further back. How many years have we said we love a good Southland conference over? It's oh, been God. at least since we've been doing the show yeah, yeah. Uh, that number one, we like taking Southland conference overs. And number two, I was petrified for years to take an under in any Southland conference game. Sideline could say, oh, yeah, this is a strong underplay. And I would just laugh. And they'd be like, there's no way you are getting me to, to play under uh, in those games. So historically, this has been a, a, a conference with teams that like to get up and down the court. Houston Christian definitely falls into that category. They want to get up and down the court. The problem is, is that there's only about five teams worse offensively than Houston Christian in the country. They are uh, putrid offensively. And even in a conference where they like to get up and down, this is a team that has scored 54, 58, 58, 64. Uh, they have multiple games where they're only scoring in the, in the 60s even though they are wanting to get up and down the court. And some of these teams that they have liked to play, like have played, like for example, New Orleans, New Orleans likes to get up and down the court, plays no defense. And Houston Christian couldn't get out of the fifties in that game. So Houston Christian is a, a team where it, it, they're fast offense is still bad. But to me, the bigger story here is, um, you know, Texas a Corpus Christi, who is second in the conference. And I think that is almost completely on the, the weight of their defense. They have played really well uh, defensively this year. Again, a, a conference that likes to get up and down the court, and they have only given up uh, over 70 points in a conference game three times. Uh, they play really, really well on the defensive end. And I do not think Houston Christian, even trying to push the pace of this game, is going to be able to get too many points in this game. It feels like Houston Christian may do good to get to 60 or so. I, I think this could end up 80 to 60, I don't know, 85, 65. I, I think there's it's going to be upper 130s, mid 140s, I, I think. I have just seen too much from this Corpus Christi team this season 
to think that they're going to give a lot of points to, to Houston Christian. Um, they're, they're underrated. I, I wish that I, I wish that McNeese wasn't so good mm -hmm. in this conference or else I think this conference tournament could be really fun, but unfortunately mm -hmm. McNeese is just way better than yeah. in the conference. And, and I think that's where we're getting a little bit of value on this is that people are, this number is a little bit high, a little bit inflated because people are seeing that a team like McNeese put up triple digits on Houston Christian, but like Texas and Corpus Christi is not going to put up triple digits. They don't have the offense that yeah. McNeese has. They have yeah. the defense that McNeese has. Absolutely. It's a great defense, but their offense isn't that good either. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny. You mentioned some of those scores. These two teams have already played this year. Texas and Corpus Christi at home won 81 to 59. You said 80 to 60. I was like, that's pretty damn yeah. close. Yeah. When you look through that game, there isn't anything that really stands out. Both teams did shoot not great from three, but I think that's kind of to be expected from Houston Christian. And it's not, not to be expected from Texas and Corpus Christi either. As you can see on screen there if you're with us on youtube the number 279th ranked offense is not very good even if you give them an extra couple of threes that mm -hmm. game still lands uh comfortably under uh, yep. the 151 number that we have here and absolutely when you go through it houston christian not putting up points Christian corpus christi not allowing points yep. you feel pretty confident that you know what number one side will be on the way this goes over is if texas a and corpus christi puts up you know a 90 spot even then it might not get over and yep. that's not impossible with the pace that houston christian wants to play at but it's not like that's their mo their mo is to suffocate you defensively and that makes getting into the 150s not overly likely and so we're going to go under 151 in this one. And of course, as a reminder, if you're looking to get more information, more picks, Dub Club is the place to be. Here's a little example of what you get there. If you haven't seen these before, you might want to pause that and you can check it out because who doesn't want to see just how badly the model thinks that Texas A&M Corpus Christi is going to be? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's eyes will be on. So you get more information on a game that I know you're dying to read more about. There it is for you. And again, if you sign up with the promo uh, code there on screen in the show description, the QR code on the screen. You get $5 off your first month and again, those plays of the day will pay for the subscription by itself. And on top of that, we always appreciate your support because the time it takes to build these models, record these shows, update the models, upgrade the models, build new models, et cetera, is literally my full-time job. So we do appreciate everyone's support who is over there. And that's another way you can sign up, make more money with those plays of the day with us on Dub Club. But to the actual Game of the night, Baylor and TCU. <sighs> I mean, the model loves this over. A plus grade. It's the largest of the discrepancies that we see. Um, Baylor's pace just continues to plummet. And you can see now, now down to number 260, and it just continues to drop. I don't really know how much more it can drop because they're not Virginiaing this, but they just are going much more measured than they were before. TCU has been a team that we've backed a lot of their overs. It's mostly worked. It definitely did not work for us this last weekend. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good reminder. We always talk about with these A-grade plays. We're not going to get all of them. We've never said we were going to. We were never trying mm -hmm. to. So if you're making comments like that, that's ridiculous and was never our goal. Our goal was to always win more than we lose. Our goal was to always profit. And we've done a great job with that with these A-grade plays. This is another one. It's a reminder that just because there's an A plus there, it's not a lock. There's no guarantee and anything can happen. What we like about this one is Baylor's really good on offense and really good on offensive teams tend to score a lot of points in this iteration of college basketball. Uh -huh. These two teams played earlier this year in a game that went three overtimes and went over before the overtime period hit. So we're going to go back to the over as well here. Cousin Jared, what are your thoughts on this total? 
I'm like you, the, the TCU-Cincinnati game threw me off a little bit with the score on that one. Cincinnati did not help themselves, uh, only <laughs> shooting 57% um, on their free throws. So hit a few more of those. Maybe they could have stayed in the game a little bit longer. I still can't get over like TCU at home and the pace that they like to play at. Like we have definitely seen plenty of times this year that TCU can put up points. I like the fact that TCU's at home because Baylor on the road scoring points more iffy than Baylor at home scoring points. I think that is offset by TCU being at home here and them still being able to, to push the pace of, of this game. Um, if this were like Baylor going to almost any other Big 12 conference team, I'm sure there's some that I would say I wouldn't, you know, fully trust this over. Uh, but TCU is one of the few teams where I'm like, I still like TCU's pace and their ability to score points. I think that will lift Baylor up in this one, even if they're trying to uh, slow it down. I think Baylor will get enough points in this one for this one to go over. Yeah, off the top of my head, I think Tech would be the other one that you'd probably still like the over just because, again, Tech's offense being so efficient uh, as well. But, yeah, when you talk about, you know, Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State, Houston, UCF, uh, there's a lot of them that I'm like, I would not trust the over. Well, well, West West Virginia, but, like, I mean, yeah, you know, who really keeps up with West Virginia? I mean, I'm sure someone does. <laughs> uh, again, with with TCU here, they're they're they like to go over. That doesn't mean they do every single time. Baylor is so good on offense and weak on defense. I mean, both the benefit to this over is that every time someone has the ball, which is gonna be for most of the game, there's gonna be times when no one's touching the ball. But most of the game, whoever has the ball is gonna have the edge. And that's going to help us out. The pace won't necessarily be driven by Baylor to get us to the total over here. But again, even though it has a plus there, we do like it. We don't want to undershell this, but we don't want to overshell it and remind people there are no locks in gambling. Anything can happen in one individual game. But this is a pretty strong edge, one of the strongest ones we've been able to give out on the free show here. So over 149 is our A grade total to wrap us up. Cousin Jerry, that's all we've got here for the people getting more picks and the plays the day over on Dub Club. Uh, do you have any parting words for the people? Like you said, join us on Dub Club. I can't get over how much content we have since we've added hockey. It's just more content than you can shake a stick at, more more picks, more leans, uh, more insight analysis than, than I mean, we've ever had. So now's the, the best time to join. There you go. Very well said. All right, that's all we've got then. We will see you all tomorrow.